Today on Toka Secrets, the gang will be reviewing episode 16 of Kamen Rider Ghost. And I'm your host, Rizwan Mertzen, a.k.a. The Cajun Indian, a.k.a. Mm. Commander Drake of Anime Secrets, a.k.a. The Blue Commander, a.k.a. I'm the commander of way too many things, and I'm joined by... What's up? I'm Nathan Desai, a.k.a. Boken Silver here on Anime Secrets, a.k.a. The Silver Knight of Otaku Sentai Digiranger, a.k.a. The Chocolate Chaser, a.k.a. The Daring Pencil, a.k.a. I'm not going to do this anymore, so... What's all... going on here? <laughs> yeah, oh, but... yeah. Well, you were supposed to say I'm yeah. also doing by. You know what? Just go, <laughs> Just go, 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 go with it. Oh, uh, okay. My name is Anthony Davis. I'm also known as Green Boy, and I'm also known as the BBW lover, and etc. etc. And cut back to Toronto. All right, all right, it's time. It's time, everybody. Okay, y'all already know what it is. It's your boy Ronald Buzzy, aka the Green Terrier, aka R&B, aka the Candy Crusher, aka the Knight in Shining Armor, aka Mister. You already knew it. Because you already heard it last episode, aka, <laughs> aka, Mr. Superhero in, in the white tidies, aka, 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 the tormentor. You're done, you're done. You are for done. The record, for the record, I'm the knight, so I'm the knight in Shining Armor. So, yeah. Yeah. That's not what the license says, sir. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, this episode See, Ronald, of Ghost... It doesn't matter what the license you get from your cereal box tells you. I've <laughs> 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 been raised to follow that my entire life. What? <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think this uh, ghost episode that we're reviewing today is called Perfect, the White Common Rider. So I guess you probably don't know what this episode is about. Wait, 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 let me guess, let me guess. Could it be that aliens come from another world and try to enslave Earth and, like, they bring the bros with them and the bros are like, no, bro, I'm not going to attack the bros on Earth. Cause they are bros. I see where you're going with this. Y you mm -hmm. know, like they're they're bros. We can attack them. Yeah. And I mean, that, is that where we're going with this? Is that what this episode's about? Sort of. Not really, but. Uh... <laughs> Dude, what? The uh... aliens from another dimension. I mean, okay, that's sort of it, but I mean, it's kind of. I'm not even. You know what? I don't even know how to explain this. <laughs> And in all actuality, we're just today's episode is the debut of a uh, Kamen Rider Necrom, and, and thank yeah. God they did episode sixteen because this is the usual time we actually get a new rider. In fact, if we're supposed to go by like normal Kamen Rider standards, the secondary rider should be debuting by this point. But you know, then imagine if Spectre was introduced this late. Mm -hmm. Dude, I couldn't imagine what they'd be doing then for like, the last all fifteen right. episodes. Yeah. It'd be like hey, basically a monster at a week kind of thing at that point, and that would not be cool. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I'm, uh, yeah what were we going to say, Riz? Oh, I was going to start talking about the episode. 
Now, and just one other thing I got to say regarding Necrom. I mean, I am glad, though, that we get a third rider because, uh, I mean, I don't know. They did this in Drive, and, you know, they've been, I mean, they kind of did it in Wizard, but, uh, but, um, watch me now. They had like three, they had like five riders on Wizard, but yeah, I always like, I like how they add at least like, they've been adding at least like one extra rider in Common Rider seasons recently, because, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I've, I've always liked the idea of having more than just like that. That the main rider and the secondary rider, so it's only just those two riders. I mean, having at least a third, having at least one other rider is pretty cool, in my opinion. Yeah, I like the I like having a trio rather than a duo. Yeah, I mean, Super Sentai can do that, so why can't Common Rider? Because it's Super Sentai. You don't do what Super Sentai does if you're Common Rider. <laughs> yeah, but you know, a trio. Okay, you know what? I'm not. A but yeah, the, we're we're actually just gonna summarize the episode and then I uh, discuss it this time. So uh, you right. to do the discussion is okay. So the basic gist here is Alan is a prince in the Ganma world, and his older brother Adil notices that Alan's finally starting to get real serious about like you know going to the human world, trying to take over, do all the stuff that their family wants to do. So. To help him out, Adele gifts to Alan the Necrom icon and the Sanser that goes with it. What is it called? The Sanser? Mega Loader. Yeah, that. Yeah. She gives it to him and tells him to go wreak more havoc. And Alan's like, aw, yeah. See, it's about to get real. <laughs> so, yeah, um. Meanwhile, the gang is back at the lab trying to figure out what to do with, you know, what's going on, and figure out the Ganmas and figure out what they're doing and all that. And Mikado is acting like really sifty. He's like telling him like, "Yo, um, I might have to go back to the Ganma world and take care of some stuff. Can you take care of Cannon?" And Taker's like, "I'm gonna go with you, dude." But yeah. before Dakota's been anything, talking about this for a while. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Excellent. he talks about this a lot more than he acts on it, though. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there's like a new viral video going around, and while they're talking, we find out that the video is basically Gamma icons floating around, and while this, and when they go investigate these icons floating around, they come in, they come into fight with like a bunch of different. Uh, foot soldiers from the Gamma world, I forgot what they're called. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah. Called, I think they're just called Gamma. The Gamma soldiers, I think. Yeah, they're just regular Gamma. There's the regular Gamma. Gamma. Yeah, so yeah, they're fighting, and while the fight's going on between <coughs> Ghost, Spectre, and Gamma, uh, a new writer appears and starts, for lack of a better word, just kicking ass. And obviously there's going to be a Necrom. And I'm just going to spoil it right now because I don't really go into the entire like suspense kind of thing. But it's Alan. Alan is Necrom. And Alan is kicking some serious ass. Like, yeah. holy crap. Yeah, like, like, Necrom is really overpowered in this. Really is. Yeah, like, yeah. Spectre, Spectre and Ghost have, like, no chance whatsoever. It, it's like... It's he even... Destructs him even... Even shows off this ability that he can actually like control the 
the the Ganma soldiers like do do mind control or well we're not sure if it's actually mind control but basically he can make them as puppets yeah so but that's only one of his abilities as we'll see later so one of Alan's goals during this episode is to sway Mikado back to the Ganma way of thinking he basically wants to get Mikado back on their side and make him stop fighting for uh, Takaru and the good guys, you know? So, that, I thought that was kind of cool that he's trying to do that because Mikado was evil for like, what, 14 years or something? Yeah. Well, not evil, yeah. but like under their influence. And. Like, well, we don't even know that. Well, I'm assuming it given he lived in the Gama world for that long. Yeah, but he might not have been under their influence. He might have just been trying to fight his way out. Do you think he was trying to fight his way out the entire time? Because I think that at some point in 14... How many years it was? Well, I mean... Well, I mean, now we kind of know more, but that that would be spoiling. Yeah. But anyway, um... Mikado and him have like this huge disagreement and Mikado's like, I'm not going to come back to y'all. And he's like, oh yes, you will. Spoilers, it'll happen sooner or later. He drops this thing about how he, he mentions, I want to, I, I chose, or like he was like, our deal's off. I, w- I want to stay as a human. So, interesting stuff. Very interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh. So, meanwhile, um, like just as the episode progresses, they have a couple of skirmishes with the Ganma throughout, and every time they do, uh, Necrom is there, and it seems like Necrom picked up the Grim and Sanzo icons, which Takaru recalls last seeing them with Savold, Savert, whatever we're calling that dude, the guy with a really cool mustache. <laughs> that dude has a great mustache. Very. Yeah. And again, like during the fight, Necrom just really whips Takara Makata around like nobody's business, like not even a big deal. And once again, they're just like just, you know, outnumbered, out battled everything is just bad. And Yeah. Oh they yeah, much, they have to, they have to pretty much abandon the place and. Oh yeah, yeah and there's nothing yeah. that happens. Um, for I think like I don't know how long he had them, but like he actually has the last two icons. You mean Grim and? So that's what he just said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Way to go, Anthony! I already mentioned that. Bro, <laughs> oh, my bad. Bro, you eat my man. <laughs> Sorry. Off, you know, on Facebook while we're reviewing stuff. Okay, I was looking on Facebook for one second. <laughs> okay, fine, you're on Tumblr. He's on Pornhub. Hey, hey, Shut we're up, not going I... there, dude. Nope. <laughs> anyway. Stop that. Um, so the guys are trying to figure out what to do next, and they, they just have no idea what to do. Like, they just keep hoping for a solution and nothing comes out. Um, one thing to kind of notice here is that 
the Robin Hood icon is peering out from Takara's clothing, like how Masasi did in the last episode. So that's a clear indicator that this episode will be connecting to Robin Hood. Yeah. Um, while they're trying to find a plan, Onari r- figures out that Mikado and Alan are actually like uh, fr- like friends and they're talking out on the beats and Takaru is back at the lab, keep on saying that there has to be a way to avoid fighting Alan, given Alan and Mikado are friends and therefore... Or at least were friends. That they were friends and they still be able to understand each other at some on some level and they could become friends too. And everyone's like, it's Alan. It's Necrom. He don't want to be your friend. He don't want anything to do with you. He's on secret icon. friend, guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not worth saving. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, in this final bit, Mikado and Alan begin fighting again. And the battle gets really intense. Like, this is a great battle, actually. Mm-hmm. And it, it it basically is Takara arrives midway through the battle and joins the fight and like the last two times just outnumbered out outgunned everything's just bad alan actually like gets them to the point where they're dehensing again but instead of finishing them off uh alan's necrom suit uh depowers like it dehensing on its own as well which well, he didn't. He didn't dehension yet, but it just depowers. Yeah, like yeah. all the green parts go black. Well, I mean, it's so, got, it's got like he's got like a battery where like he like loses all his like his charge. Yeah, to me it just seems like Necrom's more modern than the other writers we see in the series. Yeah, because actually, yeah. what happens is that like, like did they? But didn't they show like how like how he like gets his like like. Didn't did they show how like he recharges his uh his writer powers with that? Wait, what? I don't know. If that, um, I was wondering if they sh- they showed that or not. Like how he how he uh, like recharges his uh, his powers and stuff when he when oh. does like that. Oh, he freaking he just freaking absorbs some some Ganma. Um, like, yeah. Uh, grunts. Yeah. Yeah, he does do that. Yeah. So no like, problem. I wonder how that's gonna affect. Uh, we'll talk about this offline. But anyway, um, at the end of the battle, Mikado's heavily injured and can't move too well. Takaru somehow, despite taking the same kind of licking that Mikado did, still fine. Like, he's not... Well, he is a ghost. I mean, but still, you'd imagine... Mm, I don't know, I just feel like there'd be more to it than that. You know, like, I feel like the Ganma could actually inflict pain on a on like a rider, you know? Even if he's dead. Yeah. Yeah, that was something established in the first episode. Yeah, yeah, he won't die but he'll still get hurt. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying, like he he can get hurt. Yeah. But the fact that he took the same heavy fighting and like the same damage that <laughs> Mikado did and can still walk around but Mikado's like bedridden for the most part. It's kinda weird. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Gramps is a dick. Yes, he is. Gramps is yeah. never there anymore. He's like out—I <laughs> don't know—in Jamaica or something like that. Right. Um. I was celebrating four twenty. 
Yeah, there you go. So, Takaru is at the end of the episode trying to figure out why Alan thinks lives and human bodies are not are worthless, and that if Alan is really Mikado's friend and he's not all bad, just misguided or something. And the Robin Hood uh, icon sucks him in like Homosassi did in the last episode. And he says that he really respects that Takaru is trying to understand the enemy, and that shows that Takaru has a good heart. And Takaru's like, if I can just understand Alan, we can become friends and put this all behind us without any more bloodshed. And Robin Hood's like, I will help you in your quest, and we will join our souls together and become awesome. Right, right. Yeah. So, I want to talk a little bit more about, I want to talk a little bit more about Necromno, because there's a lot of things about him that just kind of, he's different than the other two writers. Ronald, do you want to go for it? That boy is broken. <laughs> Not only can this man just suck up some Ganma grunts to recharge, but even when even when freaking Takeru tried a, a rider kick on him, then all Necrom had to do was just throw away his icon at some other random grunt, and all of a sudden he possesses that that one's body or something and and he can revive himself and what's interesting is like that was when he brought up the thing about how individual bodies are meaningless and and so it that that I liked how that actually matched what he was saying and that was interesting and it really it really brings up a question on how the Ganma view individuality and like they they don't value having a an actual physical body so there's something about them that that makes it interesting very yeah but yeah also, so, uh, okay. no, go ahead. no no go ahead do it and i'm also going to say like regarding necrom like i really like uh how his uh, henshin device, because unlike most writers, he actually uses a brace as his henshin device. Uh, for the record, that, yeah, that's He's a Power Ranger. Yeah, for the yeah, <laughs> using a like using a braces to henshin, like that's not common in Colorado. But I, I really like yeah. how like an eye drop kind of thing, like you know, someone that you like drop like like eye drops and stuff. I think that's really clever. It's clever. Yeah. Yeah, as far as it, and it's bulky though. It looks like like scientific is like one of those like because uh, you have to like you know open it up and then like turn it and then you have to put the icon in the middle and then press a button on top for that speed. I'm just like wow, that's pretty interesting. I'm pretty sure if I ever get this get this uh, henshin device, I, I, I'll probably figure it out like right right then and there. Mm-hmm. And his design looks pretty cool too. Like I mean, it's nice that we finally have a design. I mean, like I love both Ghost Inspector's design, but it's cool that we get something that looks different. Obviously. Yeah. I, I honestly, would, I wish he had three horns instead of just one again, like Ghost. But still, but mm-hmm. that's just mine. Yeah. That's fine. 
So one thing I'm really loving about Kamen Rider Ghost so far, and this is really highlighted well in this episode along with the other ones that precede it. Um, like I said before, I'm not really big on the Kamen Rider franchise just yet. It's the only one I'm really following. Yeah, Nathan, mm -hmm. I'll get on the other ones later. Don't worry. Okay. Um, but in a lot of animes, like where you have like things like this going on, there's a lot of side characters that you don't really ever see. Like they're there and they have like a purpose they serve, but they're not like really fleshed out. They're not really essential. But I think like in this case, a lot of characters are like really useful in this thing. Like Onari, Akari, even Narita and Sibuya have a purpose in the series. You know, like they all have like their role to play, mm -hmm. and you actually like them all. Which isn't like really like yeah you can like a character on TV so not really know him but I feel like you're starting to get to know these characters as more than the eccentric crazy bald monk yeah. or the genius girl or the two temple monks that are just there to help you know like they're all defining they have, themselves they have layers yeah mm -hmm. and to me that's pretty important and that's really awesome that they're doing that mm -hmm. I agree mm -hmm. like for mm -hmm. instance like I, like I feel that like you know Akari, like, at first she was, like, the, you know, the scientific girl that didn't really believe in, like, all this ghost stuff. As the series progressed, she she's still is somewhat in denial, but at the same time, she still <laughs> tries to, like, find new ways of, like, defeating these things. Yeah. And, like, we'll see later on Akari's, like, level of understanding, and, like, she's an amazing character just in her own right. She's really useful. Yeah. yeah. More so than I imagined in the first episode. Like, first episode, I was like, okay, Onari and Akari are the most worthless things in the world. They won't amount to anything. And yet, here they are, like, just, like, really helping out. So, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, not really and, much help. No, what were you going to say? Like, another thing is, like, even the main character, like, Takaru, like, okay... Even in the Sentai, like, you have, like, these reds that are, like, you know, they have, like, one trait to them. For example, King in the Kirizer series, he was this king. Like, he was perfect. this badass, perfect fighter, you know? Like, he, there's nothing he could do wrong. And as much as I hate to say it, Marvelous is the same way. Like, as much as I love Marvelous, he just was this amazingly badass guy with, like, no faults or anything. And then on the other side of the spectrum, you got people like Wright from Tokyo there, and you got whatever the guy's name in Ninja was that I can never stand again. Like, he's just lost all respect to my book. What? Takaharu. The fact you remember that name hurts me. We don't, we don't speak that name. We don't, we don't speak that name. That, that hurts my soul. I don't really <laughs> understand. Like, that name's a bit. Those two are just really hot-headed, like, really go with the flow. Dumb. Like, they're dumb. They're dumb. stupid. But here you got Takaru, who, he, he has a mix of it all. Like, on one hand, he's kind of stupid, right? Like, he thinks... I wouldn't say really stupid, but optimistic well, and... Right, yeah. he, has that, he has that same kind of optimism and, like, thinking that, you know, he can fix things with, like, his own will. And with, plus, he, he's young. Yeah. He's, he's actually one of the youngest common writers. Right. So, I mean, on the one hand, he's like that. On the other hand, he's a lot like 
I mean, he's not king in Marvel in the sense of, like, badassery. But he's definitely got the personality traits to be like that if he ever chose to. So, mm. he's really well balanced, I feel. And establishing his character in a way that he wants to avoid conflict while, be- while being willing to do what he has to to fight what he loves is pretty strong. Mm. I'm done ranting. That wasn't a rant. Ronald, you don't want me to rant to you. Of course I don't. <laughs> Next week at Akon, dude. You, you you got no choice in that matter. <laughs> I'm going to bed. By the way, to our subs out there, Ronald and I will be meeting for the third time this uh, coming weekend. Not this coming weekend, but the weekend after at Akon in Dallas, Texas. Acon 2016, it's going down. Go, go and go and meet your boy. Go meet your boys, not just one. Yeah, your boy. Rizon, Rizon can wait. <laughs> I'll just run you over. <laughs> and you'll be seeing most of the rest of us uh, sometime later on, like that month afterwards uh, in Metcon. Yeah. So yeah, we're definitely in some conventions coming up as a group. And it'll be yes, great. Yes, yes. And, and please, please, no autographs. No autographs. Oh, I'll give you autographs. Just money. Just money. Just money. Anything to make our subs happy. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. I'm really enjoying Kamen Rider a lot. Like, Ghost a lot. It's really turning out into a really good series. Yeah, Necron is, is definitely adding more to the, uh, to the greatness of the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, that's all I got. I mean, y'all, y'all got anything to add on? Yeah, I'm good. Nope, I'm good too. We're good. All right. Well, on that note, we are Toka Secrets. We're a podcast run by AnimeSecrets.org. You can find <laughs> Anime Secrets on Facebook and Anime Secrets, Twitter, Anime Secrets. Instagram, Anime Secrets PR, uh, YouTube, Anime Secrets TV, and of course you can find all of us on our respective Twitters, Tumblrs, Facebooks, whatever you want. Uh, so definitely keep in touch, check us out, we'll have a lot more reviews coming out. Um, we might switch gears for a little bit and start doing some Zeozer stuff, because mm-hmm. I just started watching Zeozer this morning, and oh my god, I have some serious ranting to do on that stuff. It's amazing. So, stay tuned for Why that. Why do you keep calling positive stuff a rant? <laughs> That's not a rant. I can have a positive rant. But then it's not a rant. A rant, by definition, is <laughs> it's something negative. A rant, by definition, is for something bad. We're, we're pretty much done here, guys. Okay. Yeah. I just googled it. Rant. Speaker sout at length in a wild and passing way. I am passing it. About this. Okay. Okay. I guess. So you go. You go back in your little hole in Dallas. And all right, all right, nerd. You wanna? Right. You wanna just? <laughs> all right. We're done here. Goodbye, people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yes, me. Mm-mm.